Yeah, I know. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number 217. Today's topic is WordPress in 2017. Um, what are we excited about? Let's go around the room real quick and get everyone introduced. George, tell us a little Hi. bit about yourself. I'm George Stefanis. I work at Automatic, working on Jetpack. I work on WordPress core, doing shiny things. So he says. Bam. <laughs> Nice. Good to have you on, George. What about you, Russ? Uh, I'm Russ. I do a lot of stuff in uh, Vegas around WordPress. I work at Web Dev Studios as a developer, and uh, I'm very excited for WordPress in 2017. Awesome. Good to have you. Sir, what about you? That really sounded like sir. Yeah, I was confused for a second. Hi, I'm Sarah. <laughs> my California accent, my apologies. <laughs> I'm the project manager at Zeke Interactive, and I also facilitate the Orange County WordPress Design Meetup first Monday of the month. Mm, mm, awesome. First Monday. Mm. What about you, Say? Tell us about yourself. Hey, my name is Say Reed, and I make WordPress, teach WordPress, love WordPress, preach WordPress, and it's the 217th episode. Did you actually say that? That's a drop. I did. did. Oh, I think I was talking over it. Um, oh, no, that never happens. It, it does, actually. Uh, that's all I have to say. At Sayred Media and all the things. Let's be friends. On Sweet. <laughs> Steve, what about you, man? I am Steve Zengen. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. Awesome. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter and my blog, jasontucker.blog. So, blog. <laughs> Bob, Bob, Bob. <laughs> I didn't have to pay $900 for it, so that was that, that worked out pretty well. Bob, blah, dot, blog. So let's, let's talk a little bit about 2017. So last, last episode, we talked about 2016, the stuff that we were, um, you know, the things that we went through, the stuff that came out, the various versions that occurred, all this, all this stuff. So 2017 is a little bit different because we don't really know what's going to happen, right? I mean, there's a lot of... Kind of, uh, we're speculating about things, but we really have no idea as to what's going to happen on each of these versions that will be coming out here. There's a lot of we don't even know how many versions are going to come out. A lot of hopes and dreams, but really is a crapshoot. A lot of hopes and dreams that will be dashed for the end of the year. That's not necessarily true. What if all our hopes and dreams come true? That would be amazing. That would be payback for 2016. Oh, are you saying that your hopes and dreams did not come true in 2016? I'm saying 2016 was a horrible year, but let's move on. <laughs> okay, Don Lemon. No, so because, because of the fact nobody that we don't know. we don't really know what's going to be coming out on these versions, um, what what are the ways that people can kind of uh, you know push things along a little bit or provide some type of suggestions for things that should um, occur? What what have you heard about that, George? Well, so there's uh, well the release schedule is changing. A lot of other stuff isn't. So we've got uh, feature projects, uh, feature plugins moving along just like they did previously. We just don't have the same, uh, there's going to be a release at this date that it could ship with. Um, it might ship when it's ready. Uh, so I mean, there are still some things moving along in those lines uh, with like widgets and the customizer, with um, better uh, semantic data stored with posts and it's like custom fields. Ooh, question. Ooh, question, sir. I have a question for you. Please. Is there a place? Don't use that voice again. You mean my fake British accent? It's the best. Um, 
Uh, it's also from like 1850, I think, right. the accent. Yeah. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Uh, I don't know what the question is anymore. Thanks a lot, George. Yes. Okay. So, I know. Wait, is there a place where all of the plugins that are pending um, admission to 2017 are listed? Yeah. Comprehensively. On make.wordpress.org slash core in the sidebar, you should see an index of all the ongoing feature projects. Well, that's so nice and tidy. Yeah, and there's there's an idea, isn't there like in a, a WordPress.org slash ideas page that's been set up to kind of calculate the ideas that are being submitted in the Oh Oh, you mean the circular file? So wait, but all those people, there's eighty one votes for this thing. Are you telling me that those eighty one votes don't matter? No, no, I'm is sure there enough college involved in this? I think, I, 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 think I confused it with another thing that was vetched that was basically just pouring things into a, a spreadsheet that nobody checked terribly often. I'm just wondering what plugin uh, this upvote thing is using on the ideas page. That's what I really want to know. What's going on there? Can we talk about the customizer? <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Of course you can. I just segued us. Did you like it? It was really no, sweet. Sure. You're talking about one of our three main priorities for the next year. Um, so what do you want I, to do with the customizer? Well, here's the thing. Um, one, uh, it's uh, it's um, it's kind of in a weird place as as it has been kind of since it since it started. But I I um, has anyone used Optimizer Pro or Optimizer it, the plugin Optimizer? Yeah. Do you mean it's, it's like, in a weird place? In a weird place in the dashboard? It's just in a weird place <laughs> from, from a project it's standpoint. In a weird place what? in its personal development. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know what it's you meant. Mentally, mentally, it's in a weird <laughs> place. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm always in a weird place, so I don't know what that is. Um, it's actually all of those things. Okay. Uh, I don't think the customizer really knows. Um, you know, kind of what's going on. The, the, what just, I was really going to say was you just personified the customizer. I personify everything. It's a skill set I have. Um, <sighs> you guys keep throwing my brain off track. It's Friday. It's I don't fun. know what's happening. It's, I'm not it's focused. Actually, it's well, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's not us well, doing. What could that possibly be? So, so with the customizer, I think it actually brings up an important part about where I think WordPress needs to go, especially starting this year. Especially Thank you. That's where I was trying to go, Sarah. Especially with the, the marketplace uh, filling up with other CMSs out there that are more user-friendly. I think like the customizer Voice is making of a, lot of, a lot of good strides to, I mean, it's not quite a front-end editor, but it makes it a little bit more graphically yeah. visible of like, okay, if I change this one thing, it's going to look, I, I can see how it's going to look. I don't have to make the change in the back end and then open up my homepage in a separate window and then see how my change affected anything. I can just see it right there. Yep. And I think that's where we need to go because places like Squarespace make it exceptionally easy for someone with zero technical skills or the desire to have any technical skills. Uh, to make a website that looks really nice. I, I, I would, re I would, really, I would really like. Uh, mm, okay. Yeah. There's a problem with that. <laughs> there's a problem with that, though, right? Because and just like there's a problem with um, uh, the the visual editors, like like uh, like Visual Composer, right? Or or any of them that are out there, right? Mm -hmm. Those tools should not be just 
in the hands of the non-creative, right? I, I, I this, really thought you were going to say non-believers. No, <laughs> not exactly non-believers. Um, but those those, <laughs> those tools should... you must not let the proletariat have access to these tools. No, 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 no. I'm not. Look, if, if you give design tools to non-designers, you end up with a lot of crappy websites. This but is that's an age-old discussion. But see, the there's already a lot of crappy excuse websites. me. Point point of order, y'all. <laughs> Go on. Uh, so, um, where was I going with this? The Squarespace uh, <laughs> does not allow. It's not. It's not a design tool. It's not a design tool. You it, it don't design with it. it. You select it a theme ah, and then you put things in the boxes <laughs> it gives you. You do not design. That's I was, not. No, I was talking about Squarespace, right? I was talking about. I was talking about some of the other tools that you're talking about. There are there are design elements in a lot of these tools that, in the hands of somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, can choose. Colors that don't match can choose bad fonts. Can they, these things are available in Squarespace, and they are becoming available in the customizer. But you what, can't underline your font, your your text. So at least we're protected from that. Please right. be the voice well, of reason here. I mean, here we are. I really have a point here. The, part of the problem of democracy is that you can't stop someone from making a bad decision. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying we should stop. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying we're going to end up with a, a bunch of crappy looking websites. Then that's but why we we'll always. We have already problems. have a bunch of crappy looking websites. Right. Second of all, I really have a point I want to make about this. <laughs> so, uh, has anyone set up any of you guys uh, set up any of the GoDaddy uh, a, a site with GoDaddy using their new kind of um, a flow? Their onboarding process um, that they have going on there. Doing this. <laughs> no, we I are not. I don't know what that is. Um, we have not. Okay, that was a no. <laughs> That's a no. Okay, so GoDaddy has uh, implemented uh, when you when you uh, sign up for WordPress or install using their quick install or use their self-hosted whatever you've got. Um, you are going through a process that GoDaddy has like taken over and now walks you through the setup process. The first page is mm -hmm. choose one of their themes with one of their child themes. It's like basically looks like that's all that's there. And then the next phase is, you know, getting your site set up. But every site that is done on GoDaddy through their quick install or through their self-hosted has Beaver Builder installed as part of it. And I installed three weeks ago, uh, or something like that, a client site. So this is a new client. She's on GoDaddy, whatever. Set that up for her. She was so confused by Beaver Builder. Like, and there was nothing, because of the process, there was literally, like, no way for me to, you know, without going back and undoing everything, um, just going through the process, forced forced that hand. She was like, well, what if I use this? And so there were weird page templates, and you can use this, load this layout. It was so confusing to her, and not to me, because I've used Beaver Builder, but seeing it through her eyes really made it clear that those tools, those builder tools, are um, not only are they confusing to people, but because there are so many different ones, it's totally ruining the standard WordPress experience, which was already a problem with the theme options. But now we've gotten out of the theme options to force everyone into the customizer, except now they're introducing Beaver Builder and all of these kind of built-in make-your-own stuff, which is just as confusing and has nothing to do with the customizer. So there's this crazy split happening. But wait, there's good news. Because while customizer may be the first of the three priorities for the next year, the editor is the second. And one of the things in there is Matt is trying to get us to look at doing content blocks in the editor, which largely would replace the need <gasps> for... Beaver Builder, Visual Composer, et cetera, et cetera. Can we like call our Congress people and make that happen? Or like, was, was there a, 
So, is there a switchboard where I could leave a message so, so in support of that idea? One thing I'd like to see the customizer do a little bit better is instead of letting people input their own values, making things like sliders and adjustable. Because I think a lot of sites end up looking, you know, maybe not uh, above par. It's because somebody doesn't know to put, you know, PX for pixels or doesn't know how to put EM for the font. So instead of saying, you know, put in your own value, like make it slideable and draggable, that way it's kind of easier instead of saying, well, now you need to go figure out like what font size you want. You just drag That's and, not you know. hard to do. Is, I, are I, you I, saying I, like no, a no, plugin no. isn't doing it or core isn't doing it? No, or? no, no, no. I'm not arguing that, but I'm saying like when you install some themes, it's like it's just text fields left and right. And oh, it's like okay. so I, I yeah, think – So that's not a problem with the customizer. Are, that's themes being stupid. That no, is, no, well, no, but, but, but what I'm saying is that when, when with the new things that are coming out with the customizer, I think there should be a more focus on – we're going to release this theme, make it easier for people to use instead of saying, well, now you have to go install this other plugin to do this and install this other plugin. Just make it something to where people can drag and say, this is what I want done. Instead so of already inputting a drag. Let's it just seems like a lot of the times the stuff that, that's being built that are, are customizations end up actually being um, customizations that are outside of kind of the core things that make a website work, which one of the big pieces to it is, um, having CSS, you know, it's a cascading style sheet. That style sheet should be kind of the rules of the land. Here's the colors that we're going to be using on the site. Here's the fonts that we're going to be using. Here's all the stuff. And then you end up with a page that gives you like a font selection and a color choice. And it's not choices. It's like, here's a slider or here's some color, you know, selector or something like that. Oh, it just seems like we've kind of moved away from the fact that, you know, we're trying to build these rules into the website and then being able to select from those rules instead of just, you know, arbitrarily picking whatever we want. It's the, the antithesis of what is supposed to be the point of WordPress, which is decisions, not options. We have switched that and all of a sudden all of, and it's not WordPress core that I'm talking about. It is specifically themes because there are themes just scattered about the universe, thousands of thousands of them. People get them from all over. But even the themes in the theme repository have the boxes that Russ was talking about, which is like, oh, here are your, your three boxes for your content boxes on your page. And literally in order to style them, you can either just do straight text or you can put code into it or you get a theme demo that has a bunch of code in a in a little text box to make a block that type and again those are in the, the theme repository that's not like just some theme in theme for us it's using visual composer that is a problem because that is basically a theme that is non-usable to a user out of the out of any box or at all. And I have installed multiple themes like that where I have to then scrap it for clients. They're like, oh, I like this design, but there's no way that they can process that and they shouldn't have to. And the customizer has just become like an extra field, this whole extra step that doesn't actually, um, there's no standardization in terms of the themes. So the same problem that we had in the theme options panel that I brought up at the San Francisco WordCamp before it was WordCamp US, like four years ago, now that same problem is happening in the customizer. It's, it's theme standardization. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking, I'm, I'm, I totally agree with you. It's like the, it's the idea of the add editor style function in WordPress where it's like, oh, let's take the thing that happens in the CSS and bring it into the editor. So now the user is actually picking the things that have been already selected. I think that type of thing needs to happen more in WordPress because so at this point, we're just allowing people to change stuff willy nilly. 
We've covered Steve. like we've covered like three or four things really quickly with no segue. So I want to go back to something George said really quick. Go for it, dude. Um, I, I you you said that there's going to be content blocks coming in uh, the core of WordPress, right? I don't necessarily well, think that, that hypothetically, it hypothetically, right? we don't know. <laughs> right, I understand. But even if they do, that doesn't necessarily do away with page builders, right? So I think you made that comment. I just want to be clear on that, right? Page builders do a lot more well, than just content blocks. Yeah, they ruin websites. I think what George was saying was that the, the dependency of having to have this is going to kind of slightly start <coughs> going away. Okay. Um, not all not all visual editors are created equally, and I just I want to give a shout out to the Beaver Builder guys because they out of the ones that are out there, they are the ones that are doing it right, right? I just think it's hilarious that Beaver Builders customizer is on the right. They're like, we're just going to change it just a little more so that's even more confusing. It's not on the left; it, it's on the right. It, <laughs> and so I, I just I wanted to say that um, the other thing was oh god we covered like three or four things there really quickly. Here's your twenty um, bucks plug. <laughs> now I've lost my train of thought, so you well, you've all succeeded. Hey guys, so one of the things that I just want to kind of bring us all back to is that we're talking a lot about the way that WordPress works for us, and that's only half of the story here. Well, WordPress is going to live or die based on you know, whether it's truly a democratic platform, which is what we've been talking about WordPress as amongst ourselves and to the general public, we've finally gotten to a place where people believe it. But then when they get into WordPress themselves, they look at the dashboard and they are super confused. So mm -hmm. whatever needs to happen here, however we go about it, I think we just need to go back to the central need for the end user, the common person who has no desire to, to, to gain technical knowledge, how they're going to be able to use this tool to achieve their goal. That, that's, um, that's, that's the point that I was trying to bring is instead of saying, right. hey, you have to go and learn CSS to make it do this thing. Just give them something that they can drag, drop, slide, and save. You know, like and and publish their content more quickly. Um, f for the record, my clients are those people. Um, I using WordPress for myself is a totally different thing. But I'm talking about because the people that I work with, my small business clients, are those DIY clients. And that person that I worked with on the the GoDaddy, walking her through that, that's a pretty typical experience. But Beaver Builder being part of that baked in with no no clarity. GoDaddy is basically skewing the entire WordPress experience. So anyone who signs on through GoDaddy now thinks that Beaver Builder is part of WordPress. They can't make yeah. that well, distinction I, between I, I them. I kind of think of it, I kind of compare it to like... I, I, I don't agree with that at all. I, I absolutely agree with that, actually. I, for it's once, totally it's true. Say, it's no. 2017. It took me this long to agree with And here, here's why is right because a, a, a lay person that's just coming into this experience, right, doesn't know where WordPress starts and, and be, WordPress ends and Beaver Builder starts, right? Exactly. They don't know the difference. So they're going to look at it as one complete tool and they're going to call it all WordPress. Yes, no, they are. No, 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 they yes, are. yes, they will. No, they will. No, they no. do. No, that's like saying <laughs> yes, no, they will. No, that, that's like that's perhaps, like saying that just perhaps. because that, that they integrated that they're gonna expect to install WordPress and Sidekick.pro is always gonna tell them how to set up a page. That that already happened though, dude. Like people, Russ, people got super idea? confused because they thought WordPress was doing a new weird thing, but it was really just the sidekick.pro yeah. installations. Right, exactly. And that's the problem because WordPress is not filling that role. 
GoDaddy is basically took that and is like, well, we're going to make our own onboarding experience. We're going to, you don't even go anywhere near the theme repository. You just go to a screen that's like, here are GoDaddy themes. If I'm just the end user, I just think that's what's available. And, and I think that's WordPress. And if I switch to some other install or try to help someone else, now I'm super confused. I have no idea. Like, and, and that's why the problem with the right and the left hand side is there because you could hit customize and now you're, you've got a, a menu on the left and then you hit the beaver builder add row and you're on the right and there's no consistency there's no clarity and beaver builder by the way not actually the most easy product to use out of the box for a user sorry it's just not and so Russ do you have any idea how many times uh, as jetpack we get users confused that think that what jetpacks doing is just WordPress well we're all confused about that George yeah, we're still, none of us even understand it yet. I mean, I, I feel like you guys forget that I work in support all day, and I, I, I see this as well. Like, we, we don't forget. I, I would never forget that. We never forget. No, no. Like, You're I clearly so get, supportive. It's it's Russ, hard to forget. Russ, go. What I'm what I'm saying is is like. <laughs> You're assuming that everybody just jumps to GoDaddy and they're gonna assume that this is this. Like I, I feel like that with the new GoDaddy, there is a mention that says, "Hey, we are using this thing. You should check this out." Like if somebody jumps into GoDaddy and they just assume Beaver Builder is there, I feel like they didn't do enough research to say, "Here's what our experience is versus the standard WordPress experience." Who is doing that? If they're just signing on through GoDaddy, there's no one. The the user is not also you know making a SiteGround site and then doing a comparison. They're just like, "Oh, I gotta get a host. I gotta get a, a site." GoDaddy. Da, 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 da. I got WordPress and now I'm in there. There's GoDaddy does not make a distinction, say that they're using other tools or these are our themes or anything like that. And let's be real, the majority of a lot of onboarding comes through GoDaddy. I mean, they have the majority of the market share. Like good 60 to 70% of the clients that I see, I ask them who their host is or who their domain is registered through and it's GoDaddy. I've heard and, that 88% of all statistics are made up. That one was made up. It was a generalization. So what do we do then? Because the thing that I'm looking at here in, in all of this is that... Join Wix. Sorry. No, no. Oh, God. <laughs> the, the reason why I'm saying this is because it's just GoDaddy GoDaddy's trying to fix a problem that their customers have had, that they, they don't have the ability to use a WYSIWYG style drag and drop type editor and Beaver Builder provides that, yep. and so they're like, okay, well, let's do this. And I, I, I agree with you, say that it must be, it must make it really difficult for them to be able to go and say, like, you know, this isn't WordPress. This is WordPress with all this extra stuff that we have installed on top of it. There's no you know, way to explain that to an end user. Well, and, and I know, but is if if the end because, that, because they don't if, have a blog. Who doesn't no. have a blog? No, because no, the checking the GoDaddy no. blog or if, if <laughs> to they, make before they sign up. Here's the thing. If that end user runs into a problem and they go Google it and they say, I've got this WordPress problem, right? They're not going to find support for it because it's really might be a, a, a problem with some of, one of the other tools or the, or the plugins that's been installed for them by default. I think the real, problem, WordPress, uh, the real problem here, sorry. Go ahead. I'm thinking you're done. The no. real problem here is that that gap, what GoDaddy is doing, what Beaver Builder is doing, and what GoDaddy is doing with Beaver Builder is trying to bridge the gap that WordPress has with things like Wix and Weebly and Squarespace and all of those right now. And that's the problem is because they are a third party filling that gap because it's not there in WordPress and, and because it is strongly lacking in and, WordPress and, and it's a problem. 
And and by the way, we need to give a shout out to Mendel and Jeff King, right? We're not we're not knocking anything GoDaddy's doing here, right? They're not no, doing anything wrong. No, it's smart. It's smart. Also, yeah. the the primer or primer or whatever the primer theme Premier? that they have is actually no, it's primer. Oh, primer. 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how to talk. Uh, it's actually a, it's a nice his, clean theme. Russ is holding up his GoDaddy beanbags, apparently. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't just add you know like randomly like dislike various you know hosts or whatever. It is based on experience, and it's not that I actually even think that GoDaddy's new onboarding is, that, is bad. Is, is, is it's a, not is, bad. Is that a New Year's resolution for you? Say that you're just not going to randomly dis. That's clarification. To sum this whole thing up here, what it sounds like is that there are multiple people, GoDaddy included, who are utilizing third-party developed themes and other solutions to fill in the gap that WordPress core is not. So mm -hmm. I think that in 2017, WordPress should consider stepping up, filling in those gaps. Mind the gap. And then we go from there. And then everyone's going to be happy. Everyone's going to be able to access great WordPress tools. They can utilize services like agencies like Zeek or Web Dev Studios or one of the other great agencies out there to do something advanced and kooky that they can't do on their own, but then they can also make something very simple happen for themselves. I, I agree with everything you said, except there's no way everybody's going to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't please everyone. But, uh, what about pizza? If it was pizza, it would please everybody. You know what would please me, though, is if I didn't have to have the... Uh, if I didn't have to have the conversation with if I could just be like yeah WordPress is gonna be fine for you and you and you and more and more that is a conversation that I am reluctantly um, have not being able to have because I have to be like alright we're gonna put you on Squarespace or alright we're gonna put you on Wix um, that's not a conversation that I was having two years ago and you know I, I don't really I, I'm obviously very biased towards WordPress but I'm having to get past that because the tools for the client the startup has somehow gotten very convoluted. And so again, bringing it back to 2017, that is what I'm hoping for with the three focuses, the customizer, potentially content blocks. Like those are pretty simple things that we have not been focusing on um, as a WordPress community. And it's it, the third party solution is not sustainable from a open source platform perspective. But are you recommending other platforms for f because of features or are you recommending them because yes. of, is it ease of it's use, ease of, ease of setup? Is it ease of setup and ease of use. It has nothing to do with features. Their features, okay. if they could get to the, the end, you know, past that would be, um, would be great. I mean, that's why WordPress is so great, but it's the, the problem is it's so hard to even find a freaking theme that works. Like I can't go in with a client into the theme repository and just be like, pick whatever you want that's because fake. they don't freaking work the same that, way. This is a major problem. That, that, I don't think that's fair at all. That same thing exists at Squarespace and Wix, right? You got You've got to oh, yeah. select this. You've got to select a theme. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but their all, themes but work, all, and it's but it's also all in one spot. But they're, and, and they're they're all they're there's all consistent. Right. There's no such thing as a third-party theme repository. Right. They're consistent for... on the. They're consistent in the dashboard. They're yes, also consistent. It's called theme forest. You guys, they're oh, also God. consistent. They're also consistent in their UI, and they're also consistent in the fact that you know if you've got a content box, you put text in it, and it pops it on the screen. It's not like what Russ was talking about, where you're like, oh, suddenly I have to be using like you know make my own links in in a box. Like that's that is required and that is again required by themes that are in the theme repository so the, but, the standardization of the customizer to be what it should be 
is is just not there at all. But, so but, what I'm but, hearing but, is but, that but, we need less but, democracy and more totalitarianism. But, but, <laughs> That's but these definitely are, these are a theme two... for 2017. <laughs> 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 Ross, go for it, dude. But, but these are two companies that are after different things. Like Squarespace is branding oh, themselves no. as one-stop shop to do it all, where WordPress is branding itself as you can do anything. And I think those and, are two different beasts. And, and and the way I've always explained that is, is Squarespace is a good place to start, but when you want to graduate and do something custom, just Squarespace, you're gonna get, you're gonna back yourself into a corner. Yeah, you're gonna end up in the box. Yeah, the square I mean, box. There's, there's, you're in, you're in the Squarespace. There's, and there's, there's a reason that Squarespace, by default, they like their export is WordPress. So it's it's a bit, they're, they're like saying like, all right, you're done here. Why don't you move on to the WordPress? But wouldn't it be great if we didn't have to have that second step just because there were these kind of like big UI blanks? In, in the in the customizer like it's really about to me it's about the standardization because I think the whole point of the customizer was to standardize the theme options panel and to get yeah. those all from stopping happening so they would go into the customizer you could see the front end etc yeah but you got that, you've got you've got thousands and thousands of themes created by a, a, you tons of people it could be it could be you know some guy laying in his bed somewhere um, or a 14 year old in New Jersey right, right so I mean and but some 400 pound guy yeah you're never you're never gonna get that kind of standardization across the board with all themes. You're I'm never. just saying we should have some sort of standardization, which we are supposed to have in the and, customizer for themes that are in and, the WordPress repository <laughs> And and I think that is I think that's where things seem to be kind of transitioning, right? At least that's that's what's coming from the core team, correct, George? Uh, that's what's coming from the <laughs> themes review team. Yeah. Yay! We all agree. Yay! It's not going to happen, happen overnight. I do right? want to say 2017, awesome. the theme 2017 is like really quite a beautiful little thing. I love yeah. it. It's I am very excited to see where 2018 takes us. Yeah. What? You're going to just skip the whole year? What the hell is that? He's Jump like, I'm done oh, here. The theme oh, 2018. Look at that. So a, look at that a, right there. Whoa, look at so the time. It's 11.30. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trip out. Well, Folks, look at that. We talked for half an hour again. On Friday, we really appreciate it. This is our new time slot, so make sure you go take a look at that and uh, watch all of our stuff that we put out on our website. If you enjoyed this, click the little thumbs up button. We really appreciate it. If you really like this show or any of the shows that we do on WP Water Coolers, YouTube channel, hit the little subscribe button, and if you really like us, hit the little bell right next to it, and you'll get a notification there's, on your Facebook. There's nobody that really likes us. People do it all the time. Uh, follow, us on, <laughs> follow us on Twitter. Like, comment, and subscribe. Me too. Bye. 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 Bye.